A Florida man is arrested for assaulting his wife with a sausage. A Florida couple stole a house and then put up a large Christmas light display. A Florida woman lit her Tinder date on fire. And a Florida man quit his job in the middle of transporting prisoners. These are the weird stories for Friday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast in the galaxy, and the only daily weird news podcast that does Florida Fridays. That's right. All weird news from this week from the state of Florida, our favorite state. A Florida man has been arrested after assaulting his wife with a sausage. Police say that alcohol might have been a factor. Might have been a factor. Alcohol? What a shocker. You know, I I think I covered a story recently about a guy who had assaulted his brother with a sausage. I tell you, sausage-related crimes are just grossly underreported these days. I'm glad we came across another one. A Florida man this time was charged with domestic battery after allegedly throwing a sausage at his wife. It struck her on the side of the face. Was it a kielbasa? Oh, man. Um, Has this been linked to any other sausage-related crimes? How about... Wow, their relationship took a turn for the worst... Guys, the puns, the puns, come on, they're award-winning in these Florida Friday stories, are they not? All right, let's get to it. Florida man Ray Allen, age 61, armed with sausage, armed with deli meat. You got to watch out for this guy at your barbecue. He might strike you in the face with a rib. Ribs are hard. This guy was released from custody following an incident in St. Petersburg. However, a judge has ordered him to have no contact with his wife. We have a copy of Alan's arrest affidavit, and it claims the sausage flinging happened during a verbal altercation Saturday afternoon. Here's a quote from the affidavit. The said sausage sausage struck 64-year-old victim on the right side of the face. It is alleged that in the arrest affidavit also that alcohol use likely played a factor in Saturday's incident. The sausage involved in the alleged battery was not seized as evidence either. You should seize that sausage as evidence. Come on. You got to seize the sausage when you have an opportunity. Am I right, guys? I mean, who doesn't like to seize a nice sausage? Juicy. (laughs) I love how they're treating this like a CSI crime scene. The affidavit does not say what kind of sausage the wife was pelted with. I love the colorful language in this article. I think we need to know what kind of sausage... Right. That's that's very important information in the investigation. Also says here that uh, when the EMT responded to the scene, they washed the victim's right eye out with a saline solution so that the uncooked meat wouldn't cause any infections. They're really getting details with what went down, but they're failing to tell us what sort of sausage it was. I think we deserve to know. Was it a blood sausage? What about a bratwurst? Could it perhaps have been a Spanish chorizo? Maybe it was salami. Could have been Mexican chorizo. Could have been longanzina, longaniza, longaniza. How do you say that one? Longaniza. That's what I call my sausage. The long, the longaniza, longaniza. Oh. Okay. A Florida couple, famous for their Christmas light display, have been revealed to be squatters. A South Florida home known for its amazing over-the-top Christmas light display 
was revealed to have been illegally occupying this home for almost two decades, according to an investigation. We have Kathy and Mark Hyatt. Apparently, they squatted in this Plantation, Florida home for 15 years, according to the legal documents obtained. Per the report, there was never a title on the property, and the couple had, quote, forged a deed of some sort. The appraiser's office has called this investigation the nightmare before Christmas because the Hyatts were known for going all out with their holiday decorations, covering the house in thousands of colored string lights, festive figurines, large glowing lawn ornaments, earning it the nickname the Hyatt Extreme Christmas House. Well, I mean, at least they didn't uh, bring any attention onto themselves for squatting in the house. (laughs) How dumb are you? (laughs) You, you stole a house and then you put up all these lights. <laughs> like people aren't going to see you. Lay low, bro. Lay low. <laughs> hey, honey, we're, we're, in a, we're in an illegal house that isn't ours. You want to light up some fireworks this 4th of July? How about we erect a glowing obelisk in the front yard? That'd be pretty cool. No, I think we should go with a 30-foot DJ for hire. How about that? Let's play some loud music. I'm going to hire a 30-foot DJ. Wow. Floridum. We have a quote here from someone who's a property investigator. They say, quote, There were some legal issues and complaints between the city of Plantation and the Hyatts that stemmed mostly from the Christmas lights situation. But I I am proud of our Crimes Against Property team for shining the light on the fraud that took place, as I am hopeful it will bring the innocent victims a little comfort. Further... Our office is rightfully back-taxing the property in the amount of thousands of dollars, as our county taxpayers are also the victims of this fraud and deserve to be made whole. I'd like to know who the innocent victims are. Are they, like, stuck living in a tent in the backyard? Like, where are they? They're probably off-site. You have people that own properties off-site. They live elsewhere, and then people just take over their home for some reason. This has been happening for several years, I've noticed. I think it's insane. To just steal a house. Who I would have never thought to do that, but uh, you know, people do it, especially in Florida. However, if you're going to steal a house, here's something you ought not do. String up so many Christmas lights that they complain in the neighborhood about your very bright, over-the-top Christmas lights. That's something you shouldn't do. Also, maybe not have a housewarming party either. Yay! A Florida woman set her Tinder date on fire. Well, I mean, she wanted a hot date. I mean, it's not easy to get a hot date. Yo, that date was fire last night. Isn't that what the kids are saying? That date was fire. Literally, a Florida woman from Florida was booked on Monday for allegedly lighting her Tinder date on fire after yelling, quote, you guys are out to get me. I don't know what guys she's referring to. And uh, if the guys are out to get you, I don't know understand why you would light your date on fire your date is there to help you hopefully maybe help protect you from the guys that are about to get you i mean nothing keeps the guys away than you being in a relationship right you just show them hey no i'm with somebody all right now he's he's going up in flames right now but i'm still with somebody so stop trying to get me we have destiny lene johnson 25-year-old florida lady facing felony charges including arson and attempted moida now, the victim is unnamed, and Johnson, who used the alias Tiny on her Tinder profile, 
I mean, you don't expect to be lit on fire by somebody named Tiny. Sounds pretty innocent. Um, they met on Tinder. According to the arrest report, um, Tiny Johnson messaged the man at 5 a.m. Ooh, bow, chicka, bow, bow. This guy's excited. If you're, if you're meeting someone on Tinder at 5 a.m., you know what's going down. It's going to be fire, but, you know, you don't want this kind of fire. Uh, Tiny asked the man to come to the Holiday Inn Express East in Miami. When the man arrived, Johnson opened his car door and said that she needed money to fix her car. Johnson was holding a one-gallon water jug containing a yellowish liquid. Wow, what's that all about? I guess that's the flammable liquid. The victim said he, quote, did not appreciate Johnson telling him to come to the hotel just to ask for some money. However, he's a swell guy. He offered her $60 that he had on him. That was all the cash to help her out anyway. He was just trying to be a good Samaritan. Unbeknownst to him, he was about to get real hot in the pants. Johnson became angry and yelled, you guys are out to get me. She then poured the liquid inside the jug on the passenger seat of his car. The substance which smelled like gasoline, um, also got onto, onto the man as well. He tried to push the jug out of the car. He was wet. The car is wet. She pulled out a lighter, set the fire to the car. She set fire to the man's right arm as well, and herself. Oh, Tiny. Tiny going up in flames. The victim stated he immediately jumped out of the driver's seat of his vehicle and began rolling along on the asphalt in order to extinguish the flames on his body while his vehicle was soon fully engulfed in the flames the victim then stated he produced a firearm from his right waistband so he was packing and if you're gonna meet on a florida tinder date at 5 a.m you should be packing especially at a holiday in express i mean you have no idea what's going to go down at a holiday in express the degenerate chain of hotels if, if I've ever seen one. So he produced a firearm and pointed it at Tiny Johnson fearing that she would make further attempts to light him on fire. Says here then Johnson fled the scene that was when the date put his firearm away and asked the staff at the hotel's front desk to call the police. Officers received a call about a quote naked black female with burns who was found nearby stating that she quote blew up a vehicle <laughs> She's just, uh, she's out there, guys. She is out there. No shame either. She's like, yeah, yeah, I blew up a vehicle. They're out to get me. Johnson was taken to the hospital for treatment. She allegedly claimed that she was being sex trafficked. Uh, I guess that's what she meant by the guys out to get him. A very strange way to solve that problem. Go on Tinder, get a date, light him on fire. Uh, when I first saw the title of this story, I thought, well, this woman's clearly confused with how Tinder works. She thought literally the date was Tinder. There's uh, no word here whether or not there's going to be a second date. There could be. This could be. I mean, it's it's hard to find any hot people in Florida. And when you find one, you got to hold on to them. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. 
A Florida man quit his job in the middle of transporting some prisoners. 21-year-old Florida man Joshua James Pinquet of Orlando was arrested on five felony counts of second-degree kidnapping. At about 9 o'clock on Tuesday morning, uh, the county sheriff's office took a call to be on the lookout for an inmate transport van traveling on Interstate 40. The caller, who was identified as the owner of the transport company, said that the driver, Joshua, the Florida man, was off course and had refused to return the van. The van contained four inmates in a locked cargo area. One other employee was also in the van with Joshua. Joshua communicated with the transport company owner through text messaging in which he informed the owner that he was in fact quitting his job right now in the middle of the trip and he was refusing to stop at the intended destination with those prisoners. <laughs> okay. uh, thankfully, the deputies quickly located and pulled the van over and they detained both employees. Why both employees? I mean, only one of them was quitting. I mean, at some point, the other employee should have probably just taken over the driving duties and let the other guy off at a Sevlev or something. The deputies ensured all inmates were secured in the rear of the van. Ooh, thank goodness. Um, look, at uh, I've quit jobs before. I've, I've quit and walked off site that day. You know, it, there's nothing more satisfactory than telling your boss to their face, like, screw you, bud, I'm out. You drop off your badge and just walk the hell off the property. It feels good. It feels good. Um, this is this is a special circumstance, though, when you're transporting <laughs> prisoners. I mean, you can't exactly quitting in the middle of this job. You know, certain jobs you can't just quit in the middle of it. You know, like if you're a crossing guard, you can't just quit in the middle of your crossing guard shift. Those kids have got to get across the street. You know, you don't just quit in the middle of the street. You know, some jobs are just too, they're too important. They involve safety. You can't just walk off the scene. I don't know the whole story, though. I don't know how this guy, Joshua, was, was treated by the company. You know, maybe he was looking up, uh, maybe he found out that morning that his, he wasn't going to get his paycheck in time for the holidays or something. And he's like, you know what? Forget this. I'm out of here. I mean, we need more information. Still, though, still, though, this is the sort of job that you, yeah, maybe not walk off in the middle of transporting the prisoners. Yeah. It could have been worse, though. He could have just, he could have pulled over and opened the back and been like, I'm quitting. And by the way, you're all free. Go fly away. Fly away, prisoners. But I mean, at the end of the day, you can't be surprised if you're the transport company. You hired a 21 year old. I mean, Gen Z, they, they really don't want to work. They will walk off the job if they're the least bit uncomfortable. They will. Yay. Thank you, thank you, thank you for spending some time with the Weird AF News podcast, specifically the Florida Friday episode. And a shout out to everyone who sent me Florida Friday articles and links the past couple of days. I appreciate that very much. You can email me anytime you come across some weird story that you think is appropriate for the show. It's funnyjones at gmail.com. If you'd like to call the show and leave a voicemail, it's 646-450-2012. I'm performing uh, stand-up comedy all this weekend in Hollywood. If you happen to be in the area, follow me on Instagram for all that information. It's at Funny Jones on Instagram, at Funny Jones. Okay, let me take a moment to read some uh, positive reviews that I got on, on Amazon. Pretty good, right? I got uh, five stars from Martin Kramer. Said, Jonesy makes my day. This guy is hysterical. I love his weird sense of humor. I especially love Florida Fridays. Well, thank you so much, Martin Kramer, for that lovely, sweet, and to-the-point review. Appreciate the five stars as well. 
We have a uh, Craig, Craig, Craig Henry, Craig Henry. I think I got that right. Also five stars. Love me some weird AF news. Weird AF news is super entertaining. I picture Jonesy in a hot closet pumping out great content just for me to enjoy. For so many years, news has become depressing, but Jonesy turns that all around with his bad pronunciations, bad accents, funny songs, and just infantile understanding of the world around him. Love him and his funny spin on the daily news. Would definitely recommend to anyone with a sense of humor. Thank you, Jonesy. I'm hooked. Thank you, Craig. That was a sweet... Well thought out and well written message. I appreciate that. That was awesome. Yes, my bad accents, my infantile understanding of the world. That's right. I'm just doing the best I can in the closet. Thanks for recognizing that. Also, Brittany and TC, my friends from Ohio, uh, five stars. I love this podcast. This podcast is the best comic relief. Jonesy says what we are all thinking when we hear these weird news stories. Highly recommend this. And the people who rate one stars are boring and have no sense of humor. Love you, Jonesy. Keep doing awesome. Thank you. Shout out to Brittany and TC. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Uh, and I appreciate all the positive reviews that I've gotten recently. I, I really do because, you know, I've gotten some bad ones. So you guys are stepping up your review game, giving me five-star reviews to offset the one-star reviews that I've been getting. Very nice. Very nice of you. And I'm so grateful. I have amazing, supportive listeners. And for that, um, I'm, I'm a lucky guy. What can I say? Uh, anyways, what else? I uh, hope you have a great weekend or you had one or you're about to have one. I'll be going to a Christmas party. Looking forward to that. Doing some shows. Looking forward to that. Uh, trying to make a little money. And um, just living life, guys. Just, 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 just living it up. If you want to support the show because you uh, love what we're doing here and you want to support a one-man operation inside a closet, uh, then please consider buying Jonesy a coffee or joining the Patreon. And you can do that off my website, weirdafnews.com. Uh, you can also download the Patreon app on your smartphone and just do a search for Weird AF News, and that's where you'll find me. That's where, you, where you'll find us. And the Patreon is filled with a, a lot of quality individuals that are fans of the show. They love the show. It's a nice little community in there. And I continuously uh, put weird uh, content in the Patreon as well, so you get that on there um, if, if that's something you'd like more of in your life. If you want more weird and or, and or more Jonesy, then consider joining the Patreon. All right, that's enough uh, calls, calls to action. CTA, as they say in the industry. Uh, what should I say to go? Oh, I know. Uh, good luck with your life, man. <laughs> yeah, good luck. <laughs>